Myth stories and kids. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Mysteries, Inc. Welcome everyone. This is the show where we talk about histories, mysteries, conspiracies, and creatures. Well, I'm Spring. I'm Joe. And we're going to share some fantastic stories with you. uh, And and each other. And each other, because I have no idea what he's going to talk about. Likewise. But we're going to battle this out with rock, paper, scissors. All right. Ready? Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Oh, rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Oh, you oh, want to get, get two oh my God. for two? This is... Oh, oh Lux, turn around, guys. Oh, let's man, you to, better get a lottery let's ticket. To, yeah, let's go to Ho-Chunk tonight. <laughs> All right. All right, okay. Joe, what do you so, got for me? So, today for you... Actually, speaking of the Ho-Chunk... Well, no, this doesn't actually have to do with the Ho-Chunk, but it is another Wisconsin story, and I, uh, I didn't mean to have two of these butted up together, but hey, whatever. Uh, kind of fun. Yeah. So, today we are going to talk about the dingbat. <laughs> dingbat. <laughs> my mom used to call people dingbats, even us sometimes when I was a kid. It's just I never realized it was a, a thing. I just yeah, thought it was, I thought it was just a colloquial, know, like a, something people a say. A word when you call them, call them people stupid or something like that. Hey, dingbat. Right. So, much like the hodag, this is another fun lumberjack tale. Because uh, <laughs> what else do you do when you're sitting around a fire at night with nothing else drunk. to do? Drunk. What was that? <laughs> Eating pancakes. Well, that and too, I don't know. It just you make you gotta have make up a fun story, and they really like model building. I mean, I swear, first great American crafters is these lumberjacks, and so I, I also they have had some, a lot of wood around and sharp objects and so. animals, and you, animals you, to see. Yep, exact. Well, dead animals to, to turn into things. So I'm gonna wind up showing you some pictures and all this, but uh, so we'll start here. Um, with this illustration it, it kind of what does a dingbat look like it kind of looks like a pokemon oh, oh I, my that's not the one exactly there we go okay this, all this right awesome sticker um i'll post a link to this guy actually i i don't don't have his name offhand but he makes stickers of cryptids i want to buy them all okay <laughs> they're it, really fun it has horns and wings and it looks all fuzzy like an alien slash moth kind of a thing it's really intriguing looking it's, it's furry right it's kind of like a halfway between an ewok an owl yes. and a deer yes if you couldn't decide what your favorite animal was you would like i like ewoks and an owl but give it horns like a deer and i think that that's exactly what it looks like with a tail a tail too yeah, I mean it's it's like an owl tail almost. So okay. it's, it's like a bird tail. Okay, I, as someone with birds, they got tails. This um, one I think is a little cutesy though. Are they supposed to be that cutesy? No, not exactly. So we're gonna have we've got some fun pictures to go. Oh to. my! There's some good gosh. illustrations. This is where it comes from. Is the the Buckhorn Tavern? Um, so we'll, we'll, let's get back to the story. And I'll okay, show you some okay, more okay. Pictures. So, uh, a lot of this like. It originated around this Buckhorn Tavern. Uh, it's said to be bat-like. Uh, a lot of these most pictures... I mean, this is just descriptions. Hence the bat and dingbat. Right. <laughs> Even though it's more owl. Um, 
and it's supposedly larger than a bat, covered in fur and antlers on his head. That's the general description. So you'll see, as I show you more pictures, you'll see an evolution. What I showed you was someone's great illustrative interpretation. Okay, okay. Um, like it's, it's it, that one looks kind of like a. Um, Is this gonna be one of those Pokemon? weird taxidermy things going on here? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's where those we're people heading. have such creative artistic minds. So it's fast, it's elusive. The sightings ba- date back to the 19th century, and okay. they mostly center around Light Rice Lake. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's way the fuck up there. <laughs> up there, up north. Yeah, you know, uh, in northern Wisconsin. There was so there was actually a uh, specimen that was displayed at the sorry the friendly buckhorn tavern. Ooh, the friendly uh, buckhorn in the 1950s. Despite I mean people have been talking about it for a while. Like I said, it's it way was, better than the angry buckhorn ca- tavern down the street. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> well, that's where you go if you want to start trouble. If you don't want to go like to the, if you want a, if you want a bar fight, you don't go to the friendly. Buckhorn. You go to the angry to the angry buckhorn tavern. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, the little bar doesn't exist anymore. Um, oh, I did find a big too dicks friendly. <laughs> up there close to Rice Lake. I did find Big Dick's Buckhorn Tavern. <laughs> That's the angry one. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> that could be, or that could be where you go if you're well endowed. Man. I don't know. I claim I'm well endowed, so or, I go to Big Dick's. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like the big truck. <laughs> uh, or maybe it's the 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 bucks dicks that are big i don't know i'm not gonna go too much farther into thinking about that (laughs) (laughs) okay anyways i don't think there's any actual relation but the uh the friendly buckhorn tavern had a huge taxidermy collection like not just this guy but tons including a bunch of cryptids the shovel-tailed snow snake uh the fur herring (laughs) and these are herring i think i've seen pictures of the fur herring look at look up they're really fun and these are all displayed alongside the dingbat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sold a bunch of postcards. Well, of course, as, you got to sell their collection because you can't sell the the fun taxidermy cryptids. But you got to uh, show you were there. This is they, exactly they made themselves a tourist destination. Um, the postcards read: "The dingbat is a very unusual flying animals or flying animal. It whinnies like a horse and lives on a diet of Dude, gasoline." Wait, 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 wait. Wait. It whinnies like a horse, but it looks like an owl. With a... uh, yeah, what's what's so weird about this? Jeez, spring, come on. Okay, it's, continue. It's evil death whinny. Okay. For those of you, that's a shout out for uh, the the Doctor Horrible crowd. Anyways, um, so let me finish. The dingbat is a very unusual flying animal. It whinnies like a horse and lives on a diet of gasoline seasoned with bullets. What the fuck? Like, where did they find this? <laughs> right i know well we'll get to how it finds its food okay so this dingbat was captured by a local chapter of the or captured by a local chapter of society for the prevention of cruelty to deer hunters okay right and that's kind of how it gets the gasoline and the yeah we'll see so uh, and it's it's on display at the friendly buckhorn so it's it's one of the many strange creatures native to this area of rice lake the the postcard goes on to say uh, and so, yeah, as you much laughed, I added, yes, you heard me right, Spring, that lives on gas. <laughs> so you, you obviously heard me. Uh, the creature is said able to, said it was able to eat bullets straight out of the air. And Ooh, so it just catches on. That's why he missed his shot. Cause basically it grabbed its bullets. <laughs> hunters were out there and it would start drinking gas out of their gas tanks. 
So they couldn't make it home. <laughs> right. I know. Exactly. Right. This sounds like some, so Oh, convenient. I'm sorry, honey. I didn't just get drunk and pass out in the woods. Did I catch anything? No. The dingbat, yeah. after it drank my gas, decided to eat my bullets straight right. out of the air. I, I would have shot something, but the dingbat ate all of my bullets. <laughs> No, that van did not have an argument when he got home. <laughs> I was definitely not at the Buckhorn Tavern. In that friendly place, you know, they wouldn't be up to no bad. They're friendly. <laughs> so I couldn't find any recent sightings, but I, I am sure they're out there. And so before we finish, I'm just going to show Spring some of these amazing uh, like postcards. Yeah, postcards. We will we'll post onto the Instagram. You guys are going to love them. Uh, this one definitely looks like a Ewok. It looks face. like an Ewok's face with like some weird owl wings that they must have like gotten from some dead ant owl that they found on the side. Which is smart because it is a felony to take birds of prey, like their bodies. I guess they're like it's hmm. like they are owned by the DNR or something like that. So like, I mean, this wasn't so, like, the 50s, if so... it's illegal, like if you find like a dead uh bird on the side of the road or whatever and it's like an owl or a hawk or anything like that it, you can get a ticket from the dnr from picking it up because really? you're not supposed to be in possession of it i think unless you're native american huh. i think uh, you'll you'll have to, i'll have to double check on that one but like to have those wings that kind of like helps disguise the fact that you found a dead hawk or owl like oh no no it wasn't I'm just so here's another postcard it's an ewok on an owl's body with antlers yeah they're really or fun. deer shed um we go back to I'm totally gonna buy this guy's stickers, so I think that uh, is cute. So like it's kinda like you've you've talked about the um the bodeg before. Hodeg. Hodeg, sorry, hodeg. <laughs> hodeg <laughs> And now um the dingbat. It seems like there's some interesting like road trip ideas in Wisconsin that people can start exploring. Well, they can then hit up the nuns uh right. inside of you Milwaukee. Start, start in southern Wisconsin. I'll just do a I'm that's what I need to do. We're is gonna start have to road, set up a road trip. A, a, a road trip thing. A uh, myth stories ink road ne- trip. Next summer we're doing a myth stories ink road trip. Oh. Oh my god, that would be so much fun. All right, all right. So, anyways, <laughs> I'm I'm like dreaming right now. All right. So yeah, for once I got to go first. I was about to end the show, but I got, I got no. To, I got to go he first. got to go first. What's going on here? All right. So I have a story called Eaw Eaw. Screw the Danish family. <laughs> Is that, uh, we've got horse whinnies and Eaws and, and uh, yeah, donkey brays. <laughs> I found brain. a confusing. And simple fairy tale from Denmark called Eaw Eaw. Okay, and it's spelled E E dash A W Eaw Eaw. Oh, jeez. Oh, you got to start counting how many I do in the story. Ah, jeez. <laughs> it starts as you would expect. A lazy man and his lazy wife are absolutely in love with their lazy son. The only thing they wanted for their son was for him to have good health, and he was. He was a very healthy kid. When he reached adulthood, they saw that he had resources, or that the resources they had were very running scarce. Or blah. scarce. They were scarce. <laughs> they were. Scarce. He had a healthy appetite I'm for being scared. a health, <laughs> for being a healthy young man. He had a healthy appetite. Hell, yeah. So they told him that they wanted to send him out into the world, but they didn't want to push him into working because they knew that's not what he liked to do. <laughs> and they no didn't. One wants to they felt days. it was a sin for uh them to push him into doing something he didn't enjoy and finding no jobs that he liked he resolved he was going to be a beggar 
Really? Him. He That's just, an interesting career yep. choice. He was like, I'm just going to be a beggar. And his parents gave him their blessing. They're like, yes, son, that seems like the best job for you. Because know I mean... you don't like to do anything. <laughs> so he made himself a beggar's pouch. Wait, when was this? It doesn't say. They didn't say. It's traditional folklore. Traditional, so it's passed on. Long uh, time ago. All right. This is the original no one wants to work stuff. <laughs> it goes back. It goes back. Um, I only I could look inside my book. I have a uh, favorite fairy tales told in Denmark. Uh, it so I swear that's okay. the story. Another from. one of the middle school of the name we won't mention. <laughs> well, Please. books that I get for free. So, anyways, um, where did I leave off? He found he made himself a beggar's pouch and grabbed a walking stick and headed out slowly. Sounds chill. He had nowhere to go and the rest of his life to figure it out. So he was just in no rush. Following the Grateful Dead around. (laughs) At some point, he ate his lunch and decided to take a nap. Just, you know, like life is what it is. That sounds nice, honestly. I've been working overtime. (laughs) I know. It's like beautiful. Being a lazy man, he slept until early evening. And when he awoke, he realized that he needed to make his way to some place for the rest of the night. And he had to get going because... He was gonna have to beg for a place because he where didn't was, have any money. Where was he sleeping? Like under a tree on the side of he the just road. Didn't want to sleep this is like good. peasant times. I'm imagining know, because like, like they would just stop and just take a nap on the side of the so road. So it was good enough to sleep during the day, but not. But sleep not at overnight. Night. Nope, nope. So as he was going along, he um as it would go, the lazy man came across an old woman also traveling on the road. She asked him how he was doing and where he was going. He replied, "I'm going." He said, "I'm going begging." The quote in the book said, I'm going begging. That's how I'm going to get my living. Work doesn't seem to suit me, but now, first of all, I must look out for a night's lodging. He's honest, right? Right. The old woman admired his honesty and offered him advice. Now, I think she's a little shyster, which in German means a little shit. Because... Wait, is Shiza is shit? What's shyster mean exactly? Shyster is like a person that's a shitty, like a little... A shitty person? Like if you were to say like a kid's kind of naughty or something like that, or they're being a little shit, you'd say, if you said um, that a kid was being naughty or they're being a little shit, he w- you would say they're being a little shyster. Okay. My Fair. grandma used to swear a lot in German. Anyways, so the old woman offered him advice. She told him that if he continued down the road, he could find lodging at the first house he comes across on the left. Okay. He When he got there, he was to find a fo- small stone laying outside of the door and put it in his pocket. And then he was just to enter the home. And from there, he was to answer everything with uh, thanks or many things. And when everyone's asleep, he needs to take that small stone from his pocket and put it in the fire where the coals were still glowing. All right. And then she just gave him that advice. Hmm. Okay. The lazy man thanked the woman, you know, already practicing and made his way to the first house on the left down the road. Interesting why he is just like, okay, what's not asking why to put this stone? Yeah, yeah, no questions. He's lazy. He just was like, whatever. Okay, yeah, true. The lazy man gave the old woman his thanks and made his way down to the first house on the left of the road. Just as the old woman said there was a small stone by the door and he picked it up and went in. Once inside, he saw a woman in there and he greeted her while asking for a place to stay for the night. She's like, nope, um, we don't have any space, so I'm sorry. It's just can't do it. The lazy man said, thanks. And she goes, no, no, seriously, we do not have any space for our people. We're not too keen on strangers. I have no idea who you are. So no. And he, the lazy man once again replied, many thanks and sat down at the table. 
<laughs> the, old, the woman was very confused by his behavior, but she let him sit down because she knew her husband was coming home soon and she was just going to let her husband deal with him. She didn't want to cause an argument in there. Right. Fair enough. So her husband comes home. He was puzzled about the strange guy sitting at the table and the wife said, I have no idea who he is. She's like, he's either deaf or stupid, and <laughs> I told him he couldn't stay here, but he only keeps saying thank you. The husband was confused, but sympathetic, and said nothing, and took a seat also at the table. His wife then came to the table with a pot full of the night's dinner, and the lazy man dug right in, saying, thanks, thanks. <laughs> he scooped over half of the dish into his, into his, uh, over half of the pot into his dish. The husband and the wife were dumbfounded at the lazy man's action, but they still said nothing to him. I don't know why. Hoping that he would get the hint, the wife told the husband that the bed was made and ready and that he could go to bed and go to sleep anytime he needed after his long day of work once he was done eating. Oh, no. So, of course, that's when the lazy man got up and said many thanks, and he made his way immediately to their bed, laid down, and was softly snoring before the couple could even say anything. Before you continue, did they did they put an ad on Craigslist? <laughs> no, no, he just literally showed up oh, and so he they, was like, they weren't looking for a third guy in their no, bed or another no, guy. In their bed. Oh, okay, no, okay, okay. so wait, is that even still? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think Ashton Kutcher shut Craigslist down. Now <laughs> that I remember reading something about, that. and not shut them down, but the, the sex part. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think my joke is now irrelevant, but that's all I'm saying. <laughs> It goes along with the lore and history and <laughs> mystery, like <laughs> the lore of one Ashton Kutcher. Actually, he's a good guy, though. Uh, <laughs> helped shut down Backpage, I think, and yeah, <laughs> wonderful. We hope that he's listening and he will sh- like yeah, feel Ashton special. Kutcher, come on the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Tell us a story. <laughs> Tell us, a st- or if your wife has an amazing story from Ukraine and all Wait, that is stuff. He still, is he's married to Mila Kunos? He is. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, that's still sweet. What a weirdly wholesome uh, celebrity, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And for his, his up... Or his, they have like, a very grounded relationship in... His entry into kid, the like, into celebrity was just like the dumbest hornball ever. <laughs> With the minor that he is now married to. Anyways, we're moving on. So, Sorry. As I said, the lazy man was sleeping, snoring inside the bed. In their and bed. he was fortunate that the couple were kind-hearted and sympathetic and they didn't just want to throw him out in the middle of the night. Did so they join him. No. They thought he was too stump. They thought he was dumb. They really thought he was just too stupid and they weren't going to kick him out. So they made a bed for themselves on the floor and went oh, to that's sleep. Sweet. All right. The lazy man was only pretending to sleep though. Yeah. Cuz he was waiting. He was he I think he got the wrong house no. from the Craigslist <laughs> ad and um no, he actually like got out of bed as soon as he saw they were sleeping and he snuck to the fireplace and tucked the small stone from his pocket into the ashes like the old lady told him so far it's worked out well for him so what's the big deal right they went to bed with the old lady so exactly (laughs) (laughs) so now here comes the best part the couple had a daughter who went to bed early and woke up before the rest of the family to relight the fire and start the day's chores this girl is described as being a stout buxom lass who just grown up so i'm assuming she was a very curvaceous uh young girl between like 16 and 18 because you know just grown up and depending on the time period it could be it could be um she grabbed a little poker and started poking at it and some kindling and she tried to get it to start and nothing 
So she got down to blow on the coals, and out of her mouth came, Eeyaw! 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 <sighs> Startled, she tried to say something else, and once again, all that came out was, Eeyaw! The donkey rat got her. Not able to start the fire, and frustrated that she cannot speak, she sat down and started to cry. Her mother heard her and came out to see yeah, what the fuss was about. And the daughter said, it won't, the woman not putting up with her daughter's nonsense told her that she didn't need to act so ridiculous and got <laughs> down to blow on the hearth herself. <laughs> oh no. She then opened her mouth and the mother couldn't stop herself either and sat down next to her daughter and cried. I would too. Oh my God. You just try to talk and <laughs> it doesn't matter what comes out of your mouth. The husband was woken up by all the noise, and he came out to ask what was the matter. The wife and the daughter were shouting eeyaws at him <laughs> over and over, and he looked at what they were pointing at, and he saw the fire wasn't going, and he said, Ah, woman folk don't know anything better. They make a great fuss about nothing. And then he poked the coals, and he got the fire down to blow on the fire, and out came eeyaw, eeyaw, just like his wife and daughter. <laughs> Panicked, the couple sent their daughter to the parish clerk. When she got to his place, she was able to say, Please, father says, Eeyaw! And mother says, Eeyaw! And will you please come directly and say a charm over the fire? Eeyaw! And the clerk thought her behavior was really strange. And he decided that he was going to go over there and just check it out. Just as the three people before him, the clerk got to work on the fire. And when he went to open up his mouth, all that came out was, Eeyaw! The girl was then sent to the priest to try to read the charm over them and break the curse on the fire. The priest heard the girl's plea and got his gown on and his spectacles and followed her to her home. I'm assuming he was dressed beforehand and he just put on his priestly gown. Otherwise, she just caught him in bed. <laughs> like... <laughs> I feel like it's, it's kind of like, uh, what's it, the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where everyone just wears pajamas. If, they're not. <laughs> if you're not, you're never naked. It's, it's a, or a, a, a more... A more modern, actually, uh, uh, example would be the uh, David Cross Never Nude in Arrested Development. You're just always wearing something. Always, always. Well, when uh, he got there, the priest saw all these people yelling from the top of their lungs, and when he opened his mouth to speak a charm... He also started to eeyaw uncontrollably. No. Uh. In desperation, the father stammered between loud eeyaws that if anyone could find a cure, he would offer up his daughter and name them a <gasps> heir of all of his possessions. No. What? He was very eeyawed at this whole thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I forget. Time of period, or period of time, no, okay. no autonomy. At this time, the lazy man was laying in bed listening to all the commotion and wondered what it was about. So here he hears all these eeyaws and all these people freaking out, and he's just laying there. How did he sleep through all this eeyaw? He didn't. He wasn't sleeping. He was just laying there. Lazy. Oh, just st- He had a view. He was just going to lay there. But as soon as he heard the father's proposal, he figured it out. The lazy man jumped out of bed and ran to the fireplace, found the stone, and threw it outside. Then he grabbed the daughter in his arms and kissed her. As he did, I know, as he did, the fire blazed up and all the people in the house were released from the curse. The group was so happy to be free that they all gave the lazy man a kiss. 
And in there, it was their turn now to say thanks the, to him. The posting. The wedding came, and the priest, in his gratitude, charged them nothing for his services. And the clerk, with his gratitude, charged them nothing to sing for their their ceremony. And as far as all are concerned, they lived happily ever after. What is the message of I'm that? I'm so mad about that. He is lazy, and he purposely sabotaged an entire household. He knew to, it. And and they didn't even know that he broke the curse. He just was like, uh-huh, I can save the day. Throw this out there, and then just <laughs> he knew that he girl. He knew that he did it, and he went after a... Okay, we'll just say she... Well, for the sake of the story, say she was old enough to marry, but... Yeah, but Lord. still. So I found that to be a very interesting, like fairy tale because most fairy tales are supposed to have stories for the children right right i know i can't really judge this on the on our modern standards but damn but that is like, messed up i don't like to work and he found some like mystical witch or something who was all like oh you don't like to work well at least you're honest about it here's what you got to do curse this ah. family and take over that entire business right oh like. bastard i don't like him <laughs> don't like him at all either uh, that's the people from denmark for no i'm kidding hey <laughs> I'm, now, just hey I'm, now. Just I'm just kidding i'm just kidding it's one of I'm... the folklores that i find to be amazingly interesting right we don't have any denmark listeners yet but yet. we don't want to go be smirching all the fine but that's fine an interesting people like what kind of what kind of message is that saying you just gotta curse a family and then take advantage of their daughter and then they'll all kiss you and thank you i think it's it's uh intrude upon your secre- neighbor secrecy and cunning if you don't want to work i don't know but like modern modern he was modern smart, cor- modern corporate america smart. he just took advice that some old lady gave him i think this this has to be what's taught at modern in modern corporate uh, <laughs> retreats <laughs> Go and wait for disaster if you, to strike. If you, if you find that you were the cause of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Set the problem in motion. And then pretend that you saved the day. Sit back and watch casually what oh, all is going yeah. on. No. Then come back. Sorry to all the, I'm being insensitive to all the CEOs that, <laughs> that listen to us. Because there's so many. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, everyone listens to us. Like, billions of viewers. <laughs> Reader or listeners. Readers. Y'all read our podcast, right? All right. There's transcripts somewhere. Joe types them out. No, I'm kidding. Tirelessly. <laughs> every time. We have AI do it. It's I, way I faster have... and easier. No, no, no. I refuse. It's like uh organic farming. I do it by hand. <laughs> He's so full of shit. Old school typewriter. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Click, they they click, then click, taught click, an AI click, to click. read and give to you guys. Oh, you're only, getting way only, too weird only here. Only the best. Only the best for our readers. We just know that there's a dingbat that ninnies like a horse and and a lazy man who, who what did he do? He, oh, he make them all rock. sound like donkeys. He took he a rock out of the fire. <laughs> <laughs> that he put into sabotage. Only the hardest working guy. <laughs> I just love that. Like, oh, we can't afford to feed you no more, son, so you must leave. And then when you leave, <laughs> go con a man out of his house and home <laughs> and his kid. Uh, I, uh, and I love how flippant the dad is like, oh, woe is me. I'm dealing with a problem for an hour. I'm going to give my daughter up to the, anyone that's right. listening. Well, most of these stories, or most stories you come across, it's it's some sort of do good, you know, try hard, you will succeed. Underdog. And You're not an underdog just because you don't want to work. Even if that's, like, not always the case you know 
pessimism aside. And they're not saying that he had a disability. He grew up healthy. Right. His parents were like, oh, as long as he's healthy. This he guy loves like... to eat, but he just won't do anything. He so likes now to we're going to send him out. He sleeps and listens to us. We got to get the fuck out. Get him out of here. <laughs> we have not had sex in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> they're too lazy. They had it at least once. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just stays and listens to them oh, you can't any you can't anymore you're taking this way too far man growing up having sex that's gross oh i'm sorry <laughs> i'm just saying this lazy guy i'm trying to find a reason for this lazy guy oh. he's he's like an incel no <laughs> no uh, actually yeah that's probably the best uh, who then was whose parents loved him so much and he was their precious angel that's He's fair. like Dursley, uh, Snuggum Poo. Before I, before I, before I give you guys more, more uh, of my opinions on this weird, lazy, fictional dude, I think it's time for us to say goodbye. All right, all right, if we must. Until next time, you guys. See Take you later. care, everyone. See you later. <laughs> Want to help us get into more ears? Help us grow by following, rating, and reviewing wherever you're listening. This is especially helpful in iTunes, so pop over and give us a rating if you can. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as well. Feel free to leave any questions or comments.